Deep Knitter contains explicit content. It is also fact-checked-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed in the coffin. I, you know what? We're back with our same uh, sketchy audio and uh misinformed wikipedia websites back on our bullshit here we are oh, yeah are you ready for it <laughs> are you ready for this oh man because it's gonna go down it's happening. It's happening. so i feel like a little bit of information is needed um to our four listeners five including brit yeah five including me <laughs> we went on a holiday Separately. Uh, which separately <laughs> yes which we announced in december and i was to be gone for two weeks how long but, were you gone for kelsey ladies and gentlemen i was gone for about a month <laughs> ladies gentlemen them they are neither neither or both i was gone for about a month and um i had asymptomatic covid and mexico was like bitch you can't fly home <laughs> We're so, like Canada's, Mexico's like, you shouldn't do it. And Canada's like, you're not allowed back. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. So I lived in Mexico for an extra two weeks. It was very expensive. Um, uh, y- yes, you ask about insurance. Well, hey, my insurance covered me if I was hospitalized and I had motherfucking asymptomatic. <laughs> yeah. They made it very clear that if you get COVID, they will not cover anything except for if you're hospitalized. You're like, all right. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. So I guess I'll buy that package. (laughs) um, I will drop the link to my OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) Kelsey's broke now. Yeah, I'm broke. For life for an entire month, but now she's broke. (laughs) But I had a fucking banger time, so that was good. Oh, yeah. And then I ended up overlapping onto Britt's holiday because Britt also popped over to Mexico. And uh, and then we're like, come on over. (laughs) That was so nice. I wish I could have. I know. Turns out you were a lot further away than I thought you were. (laughs) Like, like, like across the country because you were in uh, Isla Mujeres. Yeah, just outside Cancun. And I was in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. So that was like. Mexico is a big country. It's a a big, it's like Saskatchewan and. (laughs) BC or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Something like, I, like that. That might that might even be shorter. I'm not sure. Hey. Yeah. Don't come Never. for me. I don't know about maps. Yeah, we didn't Wikipedia that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I deliberately stayed for a month. I went down to Costa Rica yeah. as well. Um, yeah. My friend and I traveled through Mexico and Costa Rica and took a couple tests and all of them were negative. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. <laughs> so I think... That I'm a, like a robot woman, or you might be. Well, we'll get there. Well, we'll <laughs> hold, put a pin in that. Okay, I'm gonna pin it. You pin it, listeners. Um, yeah, but I think maybe because you don't have to test to go to Mexico. No. So I think maybe I might have had it here at one point, and it was just like residual. Yeah, my friend that got it well in the in the early early years of COVID. Uh, she tested positive for months after and she still doesn't have taste buds. So. Well, like I had all my taste. I had, I didn't have a cough. I didn't have 
I, I, I can't stress the asymptomatic. Like I had nothing. Kelsey went to bed early one night and that's when she had the rones and <laughs> she woke Seriously. up and it's gone, but it still lingered. <laughs> Yo, I don't know, man. We're so, scientists. Thank you for coming to our science podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the only thing that I could kind of think of. Cause I'm like, I don't know. And none of my friends, I was, I, I was with, like, I had my own room, but I had, I was with three other people. Yeah. And like, I, my dad always gets mad when I say this, but I'm like, yeah, like I shared a spoon with Diana. Yeah, like well. she didn't fucking get it. I know. Isn't that weird? It's so so yeah, weird. it must've been like you weren't infected anymore, but you're still, still positive. Yeah. And then, uh, and the last week, cause I booked my ticket. Cause I like, I waited the 14 days and whatever I booked my ticket, I'm going to come home. Like so excited. Yay. And, uh, my dad's like, just like go get another test. I'm like, no, it's expensive. I don't want to. Like I, I had already done like, what they say? I had like four tests done in three days at three Ooh, different yeah. places. It's a dry nose hole right there. <laughs> Yo. Cause I was just like, this can't be correct. I need to go home anyways. Yeah. Um, so the day before my flight, my dad was like, you just go, just go. Just, he's like, dude, just do it for me. And I'm like, absolutely not. I, I can travel with a positive test at this point. I don't yeah. care. I'm done. To you when you get home. Yeah. Like, and, and my dad was like, just, just do it. Just do it. Just go like, get another positive Ugh. test. So you have to redo your 14 days. Right. <laughs> so I left the hotel, walked across the street. Cause there happened to be a testing site right across the street where I was, mm-hmm. got the test. I was like, whatever, fuck it. It's not going to be, um, negative. Uh, and then they're usually like it, takes 24 hours you get the next day but it's always way quicker you get it like in the evening so at six o'clock that night I got an email from the testing facility negative (laughs) I was like what oh no yo damn so you could have gone home a little earlier if you wanted maybe maybe but like I, I was that but that also leads to my theory where I'm like did I just have this forever ago yeah yeah, like I don't know. People do test positive later on after the fact. Right. So, so I I was very like just mind I'm, fucked. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Like, what? <laughs> <sighs> Was Anyways. the first one even real? <laughs> yeah. So uh there you go. So there's that. Um so, so if you want to please travel, live your life, but carry an extra grand or something just in case yeah, yo, <laughs> you get an like, extended vacation. <laughs> and like buy the heavy insurance package, learn from my mistakes. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't have cost that much more for me not to have been such an asshole. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yes. But uh, to segue back to Brit's robot comment, is Ooh. she a robot person? No, but we're going to talk about today <laughs> about papa <laughs> <laughs> what was that robot that? pets <laughs> robot pets yeah. i mean like a robot pet they're like a robot pet but we, we were just talking about vaccines and there's a bunch of yankee yankee doodles that think uh can i say i can say yankee doodles that's just whatever there's a bunch of people that think there's nanobots in the vaccines right now, so it also works. What? There too. I haven't heard that. Okay, then I am. Then I am. Uh, I like, want to be a bionic woman. Yo. Uh, <laughs> Yankee Doodles. Oh my god. I don't think 
I don't think the government would invest it's a lot of money. Billions of dollars into nanobots to s- squish them into the bodies of the general public because a lot of us are yeah. stupid and just have true po- true crime podcasts and or the like listen. <laughs> just critically analyze it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You don't even have to Google it. Just think about it first. Yeah, second. just just critically think about it, and then let me know how you think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quite frankly, I wouldn't even be mad. Um, let's oh. do it. <laughs> I'm. Let's do I'm this. Just, I'm not important. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. If I was important, Canada wouldn't have left me in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> like you get. Don't come here. Full stop. You're not even allowed back. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Kelsey, just piss off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Okay. We. Robotic pets. What are they? Who had them? I did. Britt, did you? Neighbors had it. Oh, right. My bestie had, I don't know, man. She had every toy, as we discovered. And then my other friend had half of them. And then me and my sister just went to our friend's house. <laughs> but you said that they, they put the Poochie oh, with yes. the Furby. Oh, yeah. The Poochie and the Furby live together in their haunted um, oh, shit closet. That's what I'm looking for. Perfect. Together where they spoke to each other. And... Oh. <laughs> It's like one would go off and the other one would be like kind not respond but like because there's a signal and movement happening it was like oh i'm supposed to be or they were haunted probably haunted <laughs> i mean yeah yeah let's go with that it's what are you house. gonna believe a demonic robot toy or battery powered <laughs> not sure so that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see anything about haunted duracells in those commercials do you remember off track a little bit but do you remember the Duracell for a while there they had those like funky commercials with like the all the animals like the dinosaurs and when you bought Duracell they'd come with the dinosaur magnets and Vaguely. stuff oh those gave me so much joy like just like the oh, tactile like just touch they were such like good quality like touching them I loved it when nice. I was little I don't know you're like that's not a cheapo dino no it was good I'm like this could take someone's eye out if you threw awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah. Like anything, anything growing up in the late eighties, early nineties, most of our toys were weapons. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. If they weren't, then they were boring. Exactly. You need to, this, my little pony needs to act like a throwing star or I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I'm glad those hoofs are just like pointed enough. Not it's even. Not cut, but bruise your sibling. It was the ears. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the freaking ears. <laughs> my sister threw oh, one at me so hard it stuck out of the wall like a throwing star. And Holy. I remember I remember, I like turned my head and looked at it and I was like, oh, the fuck, I'm telling I'm mom. Like, <laughs> I'm telling mom. <laughs> You're like, I'm not even running for it. I'm mom. Keep this on the wall. <laughs> oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah, and this is yeah. before camera phones. It's not like I could send her a video. No. <laughs> <laughs> the video of it happening. Yeah, or, like, just, like, the photographic evidence, like, yo. Yeah. Okay. Just, like, a little hole wall from the ear. So, Um, I got a a bunch of things 
bear with me. It's going to be a little all over the place, but we're going to land, hopefully. And um, your Duracells don't run out. It's not even my Duracells. I'm just like covered in rust. (laughs) A little rusty. I'm rusty. Men over here. Yeah, I got problems. Okay. (laughs) So robotic pets. Robotic pets are artificially intelligent machines that are made to resemble actual pets. While the first robotic pet produced in the late 1990s were not too advanced, they have grown. They have since grown technologically. Many now use machine learning algorithms that allow machines to adapt experiences independent of humans, making them more realistic. Well, this is funny, though, too, because the ones in the beginning didn't have that. Mm -hmm. But we did have Tamagotchi, which was like on it. Totally. Tamagotchi was like way ahead of its time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like there's new robotic pets now that are kind of they've adapted those specific style algorithms, which I'm not going to talk about because like whatever um that would require funding and me to like not have a day job where I have to make money so yeah we'll use do that your rich. use your google foo and look up algorithms for ai <laughs> whatever okay yes most consumers buy robot pets with the aim of getting similar companionship that a real pet offers without some of the drawbacks that come with caring for live animals i think so, like, I remember when the pets came out or the the robots came out and, you know, like, our our era of robot was not super advanced. Like, we uh, specifically off the top of my mind, Poochie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, literally, that thing did fucking nothing. Like, it, it just flopped. Yeah, he moved his ears, he opened <laughs> his mouth and his eyes. What do they do? Light? I think no. they turned into hearts or something, didn't they? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember. But, I but, like, it was just, like, ridiculous. But you know, we had to have it because it was, it was the era, it looked like an iMac, it was like the era of like when those totally. first iBooks came out, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the colors and the it's silver, like the gel kind of revolution, yeah, so futuristic, <laughs> okay, yeah. but moving forward, not those, because those are not useful, <laughs> uh, the robot pets that we're starting to see moving forward, like as, even as, early as like 2017 are much more interactive and I'll get into this later, but I was watching some YouTube videos on them and I feel like these robot pets are, it it, it kind of made me think about, you know, when I never had this in my school, but you know how some schools gave out that robot baby that cried and needed to be fed. Oh yeah. We never had that, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't have it either. I feel like Jill had it. It's only like deep city folk. No, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe whatever. But like, we'll have I, to ask. Yeah, I. But I feel like these these pet these robotic pets are good kind of like like starter introduction to like caring for living things because we all know there are a million trash people that are looking after animals right now and those poor things oh, yeah. rely on you and they know nothing else except for their horrible existence because people are trash. So yeah. this idea in my brain kind of gave me hope. I was like, oh, so sick. Like, you're going to learn how to be a, a parent before you're a, pa- a parent, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, 
The pets on the market currently have a wide price range from the low hundreds into the several thousand dollars, and we'll get into that. Multiple studies have been done to show that we treat robotic pets in a similar way as actual pets, despite their obvious differences. However, there is some controversy regarding how ethical using a robot pet is and whether or not they should be widely adopted in elderly care. Um, oh. Well, that being said, is because uh, Sony has recently like they they started to come out in japan in 2017 Mm -hmm. uh they redid one of their original models and now moving into i think 2018 i think they're available in the states and they cost about three thousand dollars ish oh so the same amount as a real dog (laughs) yeah but they're like adopted yeah but they're like um adopt don't shop but they're (laughs) very very interactive they have like a camera on their face and a camera on their butt and they like map your they're like a Roomba they like map your house and they can put a puppy Roomba they well they don't vacuum but they like do they do they robot barf (laughs) no but they robot pee but nothing comes out oh yeah crazy so it's just kind of like like manipulating the mind a little bit that it the dog is real I guess yeah and and it's actually it's it's like I said it's from Sony it's called a Abo Oh, and they know. used to have one in the 90s uh, that wasn't as cute. Or no, sorry, the early 2000s, because I had aged out of it when that one came out. But it, this one, it looks pretty cute. Its tail wags, its ears move, it's very Aww. interactive. It like remember, has like some facial recognition. So if you are nicer to it and play with it more, it comes to you more. Um, That's it, cool. Yeah, it picks up its bone. It follows you around. Like it's it's actually pretty sick. And and the the elderly care comment is because they brought Evo into some elderly care homes to you know spread some joy and have the puppy be like more of a companion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily. I mean, other than the cost, but I don't necessarily see a big issue around it. Sony stated that specifically this this model currently it doesn't have the ability to take pictures or videotape anything um however the facial recognition goes to their cloud just okay the dog doesn't have a big enough memory space so like it connects to wi-fi and um it doesn't and the sorry and the house mapping goes to the cloud but nothing else goes to the cloud and you could also wipe it so like if you wanted to fully reset your puppy you could Oh, so moving forward, they're suggesting with this model or not this model, but this style of mm-hmm. uh, AI dog that it could be used as like a guard dog, uh, potentially record video footage. Or like if you were a senior citizen and, for example, you fell down, the right, dog then alert. it could like retrieve help or something. Yeah, well, it could alert like, services because it's connected yeah. to the Wi-Fi. Right. So. It's interesting. I uh, it, and it's kind of funny. There's some argument about like, oh, like you're letting this AI technology into your household and like spyware. I'm like, well, I you have a phone. <laughs> yo, exactly. You have a phone and like a whole bunch you of can't people hide have, from anything anymore. Yeah, so. Google Home and Alexa and like whatever. It's like, fuck it. What's a robot dog? Who cares? Exactly. That's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this this specific robot dog uh, is pretty dope and. It, like it's 
really cute. <laughs> it has it has like LED eyes that like blink and whatever and it plays. And I watched a good YouTube video with a woman that was reviewing it that had it. Her daughter was playing with it for a week and like it just like gave me all the feels because she's Aww. kissing it on the head and petting it and it's reacting like a puppy. It even like scratches and it, it's pretty phenomenal technology. I will say like yo, know, pretty cool. And they're hyperallergenic. And they're hypoallergenic. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm down yeah. with that. I mean, I like real dogs too, but. Yeah. Oops. I think that's good though for like elderly, like a home or whatever. Um, Cause well, obviously they're low maintenance. Yeah. Well, so, exactly. And, and a bit of company. Mm-hmm. And then to come back to what we were already talking about. We brought up our, both of us interacted with this as children, Poochie. Mm-hmm. So here we're going to take it back to the 90s slash 2000s. So I guess this is more a 2000 product, but like it was the era again of the the clear phones and the MacBooks and yeah. color coded. Like, I think they should bring back that shit, man. Like that shit. I never love that out. shit. Right? I ate that shit up. <laughs> totally. Totally. I remember I wanted one of those clear phones where you could see all the stuff, the guts. And my mom was like, it's yeah. junk. And I'm like, mom, it's design. And it's now I'm designer. a designer. So whatever. <laughs> we call them cereal box phones. Sick. I don't know why, but I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it's just like, it looked like a toy that came out of the cereal box. Fair. That's probably and then it came mom... with like the skins or whatever to put inside the phone, but we would oh. trace them and make our own. My God. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's so dope. Yeah. Did we have cell phone reception in Topley? No, we just had them because it was cool. Yeah, that's so <laughs> sick. I love that. You're just, you just have them so you can take pictures of them with your analog camera on film. Heck yeah. Yeah, like posing, posing. <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Or like, you, if you like wung your arm around a bit a text could send out but yeah no like you weren't calling anyone on that phone in Topley you'd have to go to the next town over <laughs> fair fair uh, um okay so Poochie mm-hmm. one of the first generations of robot toys is a robot dog designed by Samuel James Lloyd Matt Lucas manufactured by Sega Toys and distributed by Tiger Toys Poochie was released in 2000 and discontinued in 2002 Poochie. Wow, that didn't last long. Yeah, well, it just didn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that era was kind of, like, wrapping up, too. Yeah. For, like, that style, at least. So the original Poochie had a gray body with ears, tail, and leg joints of either purple, blue, pink, or green in color, with the four legs allowing the toy to stand up or lie down. It utilized red LED display as eyes. There you go. I couldn't remember. To show emotion. Uh, There were special editions. Poochie had a Christmas special edition, which was offered for a limited time, colored red, white, and snowflake designs throughout the body and the ears, with an interactive bone included in its seasonal box. They all had interactive bones, but I guess they mentioned that. because This one's Christmas style, though. There you go. Exactly. It was like a a winter Oreo. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. The toy had its list of songs updated to include Christmas music. The Christmas special edition was only available in a handful of countries and retailed for two to three months, making it the rarest and most collectible of the genre. Hmm. Um, Collectors will pay about $300 for this 
boxed Ooh. Christmas poochie unit, which I'm like, meh, I'm good. I don't know about I, 300 bucks. Yeah, like if you think about the time you kept it in storage from when you <laughs> bought it, yeah. $300, it's not really adding up. <laughs> no, I mean, please email us in and let me know if you have one. I'd love to see it. I don't want to buy it though. You can Google it. <laughs> you can Google it. Just Google it. Yeah. So Poochie spoke using pre-recorded songs such as barks, whines, and growls. Due to limitations of the toy's technology, most of the sounds were rendered as beeps rather than the realistic sound effect. I can't remember. I should have yeah, watched a video. I, think, I feel like the one my friend had did sort of make it like we could recognize that that's the noises it was trying to make like barking or whining or whatever but I would just love to hear what it actually sounded like because it was probably like like shouting out (laughs) yeah I can't I just can't remember um okay so uh, oh Poochie can also bark songs which would be prompted by pressing the button on the top of his head Yes, think, that's right. Yeah. And sometimes I think they would dance or something. Or I think quote so. unquote dance. They would go up and down or something. Yeah, yeah. Imply dancing. <laughs> yes. So there was also a couple of spin-offs of Poochie. We had Meowchi, which is a robot cat. I'm not gonna talk about the Meowchi. I never had one. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't know it existed until I quickly Googled this. Yeah. Uh, Into oh, okay. it. Love it. I just really you can go on forever. Anyways. Yeah. Super Poochie, which was a larger version of the original toy, which is fucking cool, but Ooh. again, it just didn't do enough to prompt why Interest. I don't want it. <laughs> Dino Chi, I do remember Dino Chi didn't have it. Chirpy oh, Chi, shit. I think I do. But I don't. This this one is super interesting. Petal Chi, it's a robotic flower. Oh. Which just yeah, makes I me don't think know about. One. My grandpa used to have like a robotic flower that like danced. It had sunglasses, like a sunflower. It like played oh a guitar, yeah, right? <laughs> I know That's that kind of what that makes me think of. Yeah. Um, Robo baby, which is a robotic baby, which is like get that the fuck out of here. Why do you want that? But whatever. Yeah, we just so. that was yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't like that. Um, Botster, which was a robot. I do kind of remember Botster. I Botster. I did skip humanoid style robots for my thing yeah because <laughs> we're robotic pets and humans i mean unless it's like a submissive dom thing you, people can be yeah pets, you can be a pet human yeah i don't know if a kid needs a pet human though <laughs> whatever yeah, little girls nice. don't need fucking baby dolls to look after and feed and change diapers either but here we are yeah yeah uh and now just like a quick list of well it's not even a list there's like this is an article by the verge and they just quickly overviewed one of the some of the most prominent robotic pets that we had growing well at least i mean i had growing up mm-hmm. maybe maybe you will see yeah let's but see. um techno the robot dog techno the robot yeah. dog i Aww. do remember techno was a little bit more functional than poochie did he look like a like kind of like a, a actual dog? Yeah, but like in a I Janet mean, Jackson music video. Uh, he's a few. This like again, this is two thousand, so everything had to look future, future, future. Yeah, that's true. Right? They're like, I listen. I yeah, <laughs> listen. This needs to be so future. It's not yeah. future anymore. <laughs> we can't have fur on this. <laughs> yeah. 
No fur. Yeah. So Techno could like walk around and wiggle his ears and whatever, but he was also still very, very limited. Uh, Techno was put out by Quest, which I am kind of unfamiliar with, but that's okay. Uh, and then like we discussed Poochie, which came out in 2002, Sega Toys. And then iDog, which is also by Sega Toys, which was 2005. And iDog was, you could connect your iPod to him and he had like the glowing dots in the face and his oh. ears would move to the music. And That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Not like a full win for any, I think I would say techno is probably the most advanced. He could like actually walk around and stuff. Like, I mean, he wasn't achieving anything, but he could. Right. But he could walk like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm missing a few, but these were the most um, era specific. Mm -hmm. And then jumping forward, because we have to talk about this shit, fucking Boston Dynamics, the scariest company in the world. Oh, shit. What's Boston Dynamics? So Boston Dynamics is an, an American engineering and robotics design company founded in 1992. Okay. They are best known for the development of a series of highly mobile robots, including Big Dog, Spot, and Atlas, and Handle. Since 2019, Spot has made Spot has been made commercially available, making it the first commercially available robot from Boston Dynamics. So Spot looks like it's out of a Neil Bloomkamp movie. It's considered uh-huh. a dog. It can do all terrain. It can go upstairs and parts. I think of the U.S. military are using it to, like, patrol the borders. Oh, is that the crazy dog that, like, Grimes and Elon Musk hang out with these days? Probably. (laughs) That would I think I saw a video of them, like, at this weird white room, and they had this, like, crazy little robot dog, but didn't have, it didn't really look like a dog, if that makes sense? No, it's, it's like, it's like nightmare fuel. It's nightmare fuel, yeah. It doesn't look like a dog, right? It's yeah, it's yeah. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. And so it, it's weird. It looks like a it's, spider. It, it, <laughs> uh, it, maybe yeah, it like a spider. So their products, like I mentioned, so big dogs. So a big big dog was a quadrupedal robot, which means four legs on the floor, created in mm-hmm. 2005 by Boston Dynamics in conjunction with Foster Miller, and it was designed as a robot pack mule to accompany soldiers in terrain too rough for vehicles but the product was shelved after big dog was deemed too loud to be used in combat wow too loud yeah i I guess guess if they're being quiet trying to sneak somewhere yeah it was designed to carry 340 pounds that's crazy right alongside a soldier for four miles yeah what happens after four miles I, I guess it needs to be plugged back in. <laughs> oh, yeah. That seems like it might not work do the, out. Do the well. job. Yeah, I feel like it would do the job for four miles and then. Yeah. So, Atlas, mm-hmm. in February 2016, Dynamics pushed a YouTube video entitled Atlas, the Next Generation, showing a new humanoid robot that was five foot tall. In the video, the robot is shown performing a number of tasks that would have been difficult or impossible for the previous generation of humanoid robots. A video posted to Boston Dynamics on their YouTube channel October 11, 2018, entitled Parkour Atlas, shows the <laughs> robot easily running up two 
high steps. <laughs> That's <laughs> really funny. Platform. <laughs> Atlas is shown in September 2019 YouTube video doing more parkour. Parkour. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> At- Atlas is their robot. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like one of it's one of their first kind of humanoid style robots, and he's kind of wonky. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Sometimes you just need them to do the action. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like, I get it. Like, if you were a robotics engineer and you Why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah, you mimicked humans walking up a set of stairs. Like, yo, balancing? Like, balancing by itself? Yeah. Okay? All right. That's cool. That's like doing a heart transplant. If you're a surgeon, you're like, holy shit, I just did that. The thing happened. What else can I do? (laughs) Yeah, not yet. (laughs) Maybe three stairs. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. I can see how that could be an addiction. (laughs) Success. Listen, I don't do cocaine. I build robots. (laughs) (laughs) It's more expensive, but it it feels really good when you get to the next level. (laughs) Both are very expensive, I think. I don't know. I don't do drugs. (laughs) Too much for me, that's for sure. (laughs) Spot is the scary one, I think, but... Spot. So June 23rd, 2016, Boston Dynamics revealed the four-legged canine-inspired Spot, which only weighs 25 kilograms, which is 55 pounds, and is lighter than any of the other products. So in November 2017, a promotional video of Spot, a promotional video of the Spot using its forward claw to open a door for another robot reached number one on YouTube. So that's over 2 million views. Essentially, people are like, the fuck is happening? A robot is opening a door. Right. I don't want this for my life. This is no. Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Ah. Tom Cruise is very scary. <laughs> oh my God. A later video of the same month showed Spock persisting in attempting to open the door in the face of human interference. Viewers perceived the robot as creepy and reminiscent of all kinds of sci-fi robots that you wouldn't want to run into in dark miss- missions. Like yeah. I said, fucking minority report. Tom Cruise in the bathtub. <laughs> so funny. Fucking spiders, man. There are no so ever wants to run into Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, who's more scary, Spot or Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. <laughs> Did oh, you know man. that he held auditions for a girlfriend, and that's how Katie Holmes ended up being his girlfriend? Like with through Scientology, he held auditions. Oh, so she was in Scientology. No, at all. No, she like no. auditioned because she had a crush on him when she saw him in like some movie when she was a child. Yeah, I remember that being a thing, but I didn't realize that it was really that cut and dry. Yo. <laughs> That's crazy. Fucking Are they still together? No. Okay. People, smart. man. She's like, like, I'm thrown out of this. <laughs> she was definitely an avoidant attachment style, and he was definitely an anxious attachment style. <laughs> <laughs> If I've learned I anything. That. I can see that. Uh, anxious and dead eyes. That's what he is. Okay. Funny teeth. Off Sorry. Anyways, moving Tom on. Cruise. <laughs> Make more money than me. Just leave me alone. Just let me yeah. die on this hill. Don't okay. want to take your audition. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely don't make enough money for Scientology. But you, I, if you want to pay for Mexico, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I eat my words. Okay. Where was I? Spot. On May 11th, 2018, CEO of Boston Dynamics, 
announced that Spot the Robot was in pre-production and was preparing for commercial availability for 2019. So that is a big fucking deal, right? Because these robots are very sick. I know a friend of mine was thinking of starting a company with someone else he knows where they buy a bunch of these and he refers to them as dogs, but they're called Spot um, because you can bring them to a construction site and they could surveil it. Um, uh, what's it called when they're measuring it? Sur- survey? Survey. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. They survey crazy. construction sites and no one is doing that yet. So like, sorry if I'm giving away a big secret. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No one listens to this, so it's fine. Yes. Yeah, All fine. right. This is our own yeah. precious little gem. <laughs> um, on the website, Boston Dynamics highlights a spot is the quietest robot they have built. The company says it has plans at, with contract manufacturers to build the first hundred spots later that year. With them starting to scale production with the goal of selling them again, like in 2019. However, in September of 2019, journalists were informed that the robot will not be sold, but they will be given on lease to selected business partners. In November 2019, Massachusetts State Police became the first law, law enforcement agency to use Spot as a <laughs> as a no. mini robot cop. <laughs> oh my god, that's so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> as well as in the a unit mini robot squad. cop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, do you think they're taking police dogs' jobs? Uh, or are they working side by side? As I would rather police? send the dog in this dog this spot in i don't want to like leave the dogs at home yeah yeah <laughs> please, man. <sighs> so january 23rd 2020 spot is available for anyone um via github it will allow programmers to develop custom applications for spot to do various actions that could be used across different industries so essentially like programming right right on June 16th, 2020, Boston Dynamics made Spot available to the general public to purchase for the price of 74500 74 Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. Like, who's buying this guy? Elon Musk. Because. Oh, yeah, but he's just doing it for fun. He doesn't need a spot. On June 23rd, 2020, a lone spot named Zeus was used by SpaceX. Elon oh, Musk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. For space their, dog in space. Or their, sorry, it's robot dog in space. Yeah. At their weird Boca China Starship test site, because Elon Musk does the things to help contain subcooled liquid nitrogen and inspect potentially dangerous sites all around the launch pad, which I'm like, why is it dangerous if you own all the land? Wouldn't you know already? Are you just having fun? You're just playing. You're yeah, playing. Yeah, I was like, he doesn't need this dog. He's no, like, he's just, he's just playing. It. Yeah, I like it. I mean, <laughs> I would. Like you already know it's fine. So like, yeah. <laughs> you, but know, I, you I, could just admit you want a spot. <laughs> yeah, but I like it though. I'm like, yeah, I would. Totally. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. What, why do you need it? It could be dangerous. Also, I should say potentially dangerous is like coded. Nice. Like, potentially dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, in, it's stating that they're saying it out the side of their mouth, which I'm yeah. into. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> July 9th, 2020, a team of spot robots performed as cheerleaders in stand of a baseball match between the one team and another team backed by a team of another team. <laughs> 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 like national sorry. baseball okay, or just okay, like sorry, no, it's, league? I can't read it. It's like, okay. Cheerleaders, what? <laughs> yeah. That really unfolded in a way that I never thought it would. <laughs> 
It's okay. Um, Fuk- Fukukata Softball Hawks and Rakuten Eagles, backed by a team of SoftBank Pepper Robots. Oh, Pepper Robots. <laughs> The peppers. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm gonna. I hope there's a video. I need to see that. <laughs> you could look it up. Uh, oh, spot performed boy. inspection tasks on the Scar floating production storage and offloading vessel in November of 2020, and on April 9th, 2021, Michael Reeves made a YouTube video where he attached a pressurized beer canister and penis-like nozzle in order to detect. <laughs> red plastic cups and dispense beer into them so like i think he's my hero what (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah uh, yeah, that's called spending your money appropriately yeah he paid seventy four thousand five hundred to dispense beer (laughs) that's fucking hilarious i kind of really (laughs) want to be friends with him like i don't think that's such an east fan move it is it really is (laughs) I like it. Parallel like, 49. Was, Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's just like we know you can afford it. Just <laughs> yeah, lean right. into it. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. It like lifts oh. its leg, pees into your cup. <laughs> it's so hilarious. <laughs> In October 2021, it was announced that Boston Dynamics would collaborate with Zeph, a construction company solution provider, to c- combine Spot's data collection capabilities with Zeph's technology that offers insights to into the captured data that can be used to enhance efficiency, productivity, and collaboration throughout each phase of a product lifestyle, which is what I was saying my friend wanted to do. Right. So, so because so now... The, it's the cat's out of the bag already, so... Well, <laughs> but I mean, the, the dog has been programmed with that technology. Oh, so I see. So it's like ready to go. Yes, They correct. don't even have to correct. stick around. Totally. totally. Um, Spot is right out of a Bloom Camp movie. He's... <laughs> They are a thing. Uh, yep. Most of the stuff Boston Dynamics build are incredibly functional and aesthetically sci-fi. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to go out and assume that, like, any kind of, like, functional robotic thing that I've seen in my life is probably through them. Yeah. Well, that I, I mean, would say that yeah. would be functional, not just, like, some toy i guess yeah well i mean aside from like the able which is like uh, the sony's product like that is right again like about three thousand dollars but that's the coolest product i have seen in in my lifetime that's like household style i I mean as far as uh entertainment value that's just like it's not an ipad or whatever right it's like a interactive furby but it's like a little or, more real Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look into that one. He's pretty sick, I'll say. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I'm really interested to see where this goes, to be honest. Um, yeah, totally. I think it's a really um, good idea. And, and I just feel like to, it could work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and just to terrify you more, I did go through a list of uh, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> robots that are in action and the one there's two that stood out to me the u.s navy has a robot shark that's a spy drone that's used to like it's like a full-on robot shark that like is this like 007 yo it's (laughs) they call it a ghost swimmer it swims around it can get up to enemy ships it can explode bombs in the water so the u.s ships don't get fucked up it can help with repairs on ship it's surveillance 
it's a fucking robot shark. Dr. Evil. That's crazy. Yeah, that is Dr. Evil. Yes. (laughs) And then. Holy shit, that's wild. Yeah. And then, like, I'm within that too. There's like an array of robotics style animals because, like, people are funny. Like, there's dragonflies, butterflies, ants. There's ants that talk to each other and, like, wiggle around, which is (laughs) fucking wild. There's, um, what uh what else there's uh, robot fish that are designed to like check the ph and quality of water in places oh. um there is a robot snake or eel that's used in oil rigs and it like goes down and helps with repairs and essentially the idea of that is so you don't have to hire a dive team which is yeah funky um it's crazy i wow. had no idea i mean like I've never Googled this before. Why would I? I'm, I I started and finished with fucking Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm well aware, like, robots are going to take over our jobs. But, like, yeah, they, I, did, but, I didn't realize how far they were with that technology. But they, like, but they, like, they can't really, though, because there's... No, I don't. Um, I, I watched, uh, well, not really, I sat in on a, a talk with an AI developer, um, specifically one that had worked with Tesla, and he's mm-hmm. like, it's impossible to have fully aware self-driving vehicles because there's a 99% chance it's right, but there's a 1% yeah. chance it thinks a stoplight, or sorry, a 1% chance it thinks a child is a stoplight, and that 1% chance is too big of a gamble. Totally. Yeah, so, you can't have that riding on yeah. your back. <laughs> yeah. So like even the even this robot shark, at least in the trials that I've watched, it, it still has a tether. Right. It's not so, just like off in the wild. Yeah, we're not fully there yet. Like the they're not these robots are not like completely autonomous. Like they're yeah. They still need a human companion. Yeah. To keep so. them in line. <laughs> but like it's, yeah, it's just, we, our AI is not there. And, like, also, too, the argument is, like, humans are inherently flawed. So, like, if we give them <laughs> full autonomy and they become completely aware, we, we've all, we all know how that ends. Like, we've all seen <laughs> fucking Terminator. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So. That's, yeah, wild. So wild. There you go. Wow, we've really evolved from Poochie. Yeah, man. I have lots of feelings yeah it's like where to begin but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna just say what's up michael reeves for making your very expensive seventy thousand robot dog for beer (laughs) that's the millionaire i can get behind or maybe he's not even a millionaire we don't know what he is it doesn't matter yeah exactly um he spends his money wisely and i can respect that he warmed all our little East Van hearts. And <laughs> listen, I don't know who he is. I don't know what he does. I don't know where he's coming from. I don't know if he has like years of Joe Rogan in the Spotify. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> but he used a fucking 74 something thousand dollar fucking robot dog to pour beer. Come on. I, I like comedic value off the chart. That's so good. I love that. Oh. I love that so much. <laughs> it's like how he's like, this is how I'm going to spend my money. <laughs> yeah. I've looked many years. That's either that's either so much money or a level of self-confidence I don't know anything about. 
hey, man, if you invest in that dog and you get people to pay a fee to, to come pour to you your beer? parties, yeah, or you can rent the dog out. I would pay that fee. Paid, yeah, exactly. That'd be paid off in no time because who doesn't want a dog pouring them a drink? I just want to see it from itself. I bet you could, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a YouTube video. We could Google it. We'll Google it. That's fine. Sweet. That's free. I mean, it's That's the cost free. of my Wi-Fi. I'll survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much does that cost? <laughs> oh man, so funny. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. All right. Okay, what do you got for us? Well, <laughs> funny you speak of robots, cause <laughs> scary, scary robot crime. Robots. Um, I kind of like really searched around to try and find something to do with it. It was actually kind of tricky, but I found this article that I was intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called VentureBeat.com, and I believe Larry Alton wrote it because his name is right underneath the header, yeah. which is Robots Can Kill, But Can They Murder? Oh. Uh-oh. Okay, so like premeditated versus accidentally got exactly. you. Exactly. Got you. Yeah. All right, so here it goes. <clears throat> If you grew up in the U.S. or Canada, I guess, um, you've probably seen at least one episode of The Jetsons, cartoon from the 1960s depicting a 21st century futuristic society with push-button meals, floating cities, and a robot named Rosie. Um, In the episode titled Rip Off Rosie, George Jetson fixes a fried memory chip from a robot called Roboto and earns himself a raise and a day off. He takes the faulty part home to show his family, and the robot maid, Rosie, accidentally eats it, mistaking it for candy. The faulty part makes Rosie go crazy. Her demeanor gets menacing, her eyes pop out, and she uncontrollably destroys everything in the house. Rosie. I don't know if you watched Jetsons, but this one stuck out in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to watch it with me and my sister all the time. I love the Jetsons. I loved um, uh, Judy. Yeah, Judy was cute. She's such yeah. a cute speech chick. Yeah. And she just wanted to, like, live her life. Yeah. Yeah, which, <laughs> for the 60s, that was pretty cool. Like, well, I think, I think like, she, but I feel like she was modeled after, allow me just to fully speak out of terms because I know nothing, <laughs> but I, I feel like she was modeled after, like, that kind of, uh, the, the style of woman that started to, like, branch out and, like, be more independent. And... Yeah, totally. Right? Oh, but she was still 100%. pretty boy crazy, which, but whatever. We were all boy crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When Unless, you're like a teenager trying to figure it out, you were yeah. something crazy. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. We were all something, something crazy. you and you were crazy about it. It's like my hormones are making me do weird things. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Why do I feel these feels? I don't understand this. I'm afraid of everything, but I also love everything and I'm mad all the time. Help me. Oh, God. I'm so happy. I. I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> oh, I just had a flashback. <laughs> Fuck me. I know. I know you too. Like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I don't have to feel like that <sighs> Okay, let's shelve that shit. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Bye. <laughs> this scene may have been crafted by the creators of a children's cartoon, but today destructive robot robots are Robar. not robards are not made up scenario. Not only are robots taking our jobs. But they might soon dominate our strength as a species. I, I just had like when you were like Robar, I'm like like Bard on the beach, but like Robard, oh uh, Robard on the beach, <laughs> Robard on the beach. 
That's really hilarious. I heard the they're robots gonna take care of that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> the robots are taking everyone's job. They're actors now. Yeah. <laughs> ah. God damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> the irony of that, because people work so hard to be actors. The robots right? roll in, they're like, sup. <laughs> you just program them like my microchip is better than your skill set. So yeah, yeah. Ma'am. You they them or neither. Thousands of dollars going to school for that. This microchip. <laughs> Whatever. I guess that yeah. would cost a lot too. To program. I was going to say, it's probably <laughs> around the same value. But when again, when you look at it versus like time. Oh, yeah. It's, Robots can go forever. Humans it's, have. Well, no, but I mean, like, it's a, it's ch- a cheaper value because it's oh, a bunch yeah. of money up front done versus years and years and years and a bunch of money. Yeah. So, totally. like, the time equity is cheaper. Yeah, ultimately. Sorry, actors and actresses. I'm sorry. We're all going to lose our jobs. Sorry, arts. <laughs> Except oh, for I don't man. want a robot cutting my hair. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, uh, there's a sup cut, but it, <laughs> it does the trick, but do you like the trick? <laughs> Garth Elgar, it's sucking my will to live. Oh my God. <laughs> I, need to, I need to Google that later. So good. <laughs> oh, fucking oh, fire. Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sup All cut. right. For, wait, no. for, wait. No, for everybody finished. that's unfamiliar... <laughs> Britt, please explain what a suck cup is. It's like a weird vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, 80s? I haven't actually seen one in real life. I think, yeah, I think it was like 80s, 90s. Apparently, oh. I think it's Bex's client or has my one? client. No, actually, I think my client's mother-in-law has one. <gasps> and she cuts her freaking hair with it. And I'm like, can you ask her to borrow it? Because I really want to. I want yeah. to see it. And he's like, you're not going to use it on me, are you? I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, so it. here, I'm going to be there in like two weeks. Oh, my God, yeah. Arrange it. Yeah, I think oh, I'll have to ask him on Friday when he's in. But I believe I know who it is. I'll figure it out. You know what? <laughs> Just ask everybody till you figure ask, it out. I'll ask everyone. Someone's no one, got to know. <laughs> no one will be offended. It's not like you're. <laughs> no, they'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it's real, but like. Who would have yeah. thought? <laughs> it's not it's not like an intimate question. You're like, hey, are you the guy with the suck cup? <laughs> suck cup guy? <laughs> suck cup guy. No, my mom is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So funny. <laughs> I really hope it's my client on Friday because that would just be a really quick turnaround on that answer. Okay, and then I, I could that. have it prepared for you guys next episode. Well, for all of us. <laughs> Either way, you should Google it, and I'm sure Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World will show up on the sequence of their suck cut situation. Yeah, and here's the thing. Bex is cutting my hair for a show in, like, two weeks, so we could suck cut my hair before yeah. she cuts it, and we could videotape it. That would be amazing. I'm down. And then, and then she could enter that into something. Sure. Well, I mean, I, don't, <laughs> uh, I think I would want... Eyelashes? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do your makeup first. Oh my god, is there like a makeup gun? Just Yeah, oh my god, we got makeup guns and suck cuts here at, <laughs> at Fade and Die. <laughs> while we're at it, for like... no, while we're at it, what's that thing? Remember that like that doll, that gel doll thing? You could make clothes and a little oven. There was like one with bugs, one with dolls. Oh, yeah, it was like the equivalent to Dinky Dino kind of. Well we could or just not make Dinky my... Dino, sorry, uh Shrinky Dicks. Ah, uh, it was like it was like gel, and you put it in like a little oven. Every oh. toy tried to kill us. It was wild. Yeah, I sure did. 
So, like, we could just make my clothes out of that and, like, makeup gun and fucking suck cup hair. Yeah, man. Speaking about saving time. I'm here. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Shoot me with your camera. (laughs) High speed shutter. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm done. I gotta, I have to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So, on the topic of, uh, robots soon dominating our strength as a species (laughs) another header robots sometimes take human lives okay okay everyone loves a good bot battle in a virtual environment but put a robot up against a human and it's an unfair fight i think i'm pretty strong no i'm kidding i mean Uh, it depends like if it's if it has a stable base and you know like a heavy arm or whatever like some of the robots are heavy as fuck so like sure but it just needs a good swing yeah like the but the the agility of spot i'm a little concerned about (laughs) (laughs) but like but like some of the other ones you can just kick over and call it (laughs) yeah right shut up roomba (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh man like rosie the robot all it takes is a glitch or an oversight for a robot to become deadly. Although they're programmed using the best in AI technology, it's impossible to program empathy into a robot. Mm-hmm. Also, so robots don't care that that kid's not a red stop sign. Yes. <laughs> they're like, it's green. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Like data from Star Trek, a robot can learn, but it can't feel. Perhaps if robots were isolated, the danger would be less. However, these robots often work alongside humans in factories, and they have caused many injuries and deaths. Yeah. In 1980, oh, yeah. Hmm? Oh, yeah, I'm agreeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was my <laughs> that was my vote of support. I'm like, yes. Yep. <laughs> it could be a thing. All right, so in 1981, a motorcycle factory worker named Kenji Urata was killed in, by an AI robot working nearby. For some reason, the robot identified him as a threat and pushed him into a machine. <gasps> yeah. Yikes. What? The robot used its hydraulic arm to smash the worker, which killed him instantly. So luckily it didn't suffer. And, re- <laughs> and returned to perform its duties. <laughs> Like, it's job duties. So there's the empathy lack. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's just like, kaplow! Sorry, what year was that? That was 1981. Oh my god, that's early. Yeah, well, when I was reading I'm like, that's kind of crazy that I didn't... Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I didn't realize that that early on they had robots in those kind of facilities. But yeah. Okay. That happened. Poor Kenji. Yeah, dude. All right, we got another. (laughs) In 2015, a 22-year-old man was working at a Volkswagen plant in Germany and was killed by the robot he was assembling. He was putting together the robot that grabs and assembles various automotive parts when the robot grabbed him, slammed him against a metal plate, and then he also passed away from his injuries. Holy fuck. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? But yeah, it's that 1%. That just doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I'm curious as to, I didn't look this up. Maybe this is for another time or a bonus episode. But, like, I'm curious if Boston Dynamics has ever released anything like that. Or or, or is it, like, the toaster method where they're like, just don't plug it in until later. 
Yeah, totally. Or they're just like, we're gonna back away slowly with this lawsuit. <laughs> Not like print anything out. Yo, I, I don't know, know, man. I don't know. But there there has to be more. Like there can't just be a few. Accidents happen, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like deer in the headlights right now. Like, I mean, this shit, this shit is obvious when you think about it, but you're just like, huh. when you actually hear facts from it, though, huh. you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is awesome. Awesome. In 2015 was a bad year. <laughs> oh God. It was also in 2015, Ramji Lal was killed by at a Hiranas, ooh, Hiranas Mansur. Shit, I don't know what that is. No, it's um, okay. Do what I do. Just Google it, people. It. Walk through it. <laughs> Factory in India when he approached a robot from behind. He adjusted a piece of sheet metal carried by the robot and it was pierced by welding sticks attached to his arm. Oh fuck. Uh coworkers claim his mistake was approaching from behind instead of front, but the fact that it happened at all is cause for concern. Well, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. The, 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 uh, you can't blame the victim in these circumstances. No. I mean, yeah. if it's like a, if it's like a horse, so like, yeah, don't approach the horse from behind, you know, you're going to get kicked, but it's like your robot counterpart at work. Right. Like, we, I don't know. I wouldn't have even thought about that, uh, but I mean, the robot is just programmed to be doing its job in emotion. So like, ooh, bad timing. Yeah. So if he walked up behind it to adjust the sheet metal, the robot probably reacted as like, again, I'm spitballing because I don't know anything about anything, but it probably reacted like, oh, I need to pay attention to this thing behind me. And then in doing so, nailed him with the, would you say the rebar or? Uh, yeah, it was, oh, I guess it was like, um, yeah, it was pierced by welding sticks. So welding I guess sticks, if you're yeah. like, what is it? TIG welding? No, it's not that. It's Anyways, like a, it's fucking yeah, shitty. Yeah, it's like a cylinder of metal. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know what it is. Yeah. You know the thing with the thing. We're all welders yeah. here, right? I can see it in my in my my mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. Remember we oh, talked I about this where cool. we think in pictures and Jill does not? Oh my god, yeah. That was, <laughs> oh. it was <laughs> I was like, it's nice because Kelsey gets it, but Jill's just like, uh and I'm like, oh fuck. It was good that nice. one of us, one of us didn't, isn't the same. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Totally. It was just like, I wanted to support her, but I couldn't. Cause I, I'm like, I really, I don't get it. And she we were, just doesn't get it either, We were so. a spectrum. It was fun. It's a, yeah, fun spectrum. That was awesome. We're like, okay, Apple, you picture an Apple. Can you see it? And she's like, no, I know what it looks like. I can't, I can't see it. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, moving on. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was a okay. good combo. <laughs> Everybody left a little mind fucked. <laughs> Especially <right>. us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. So, who is responsible when a robot's kill? When a robot kills, who can be held accountable? Is it considered a murder? Is it considered reckless homicide? According to a criminal law expert, Rowdy Williams, murders defined knowingly or intentionally killing another human or unborn child. And reckless homicide is recklessly causing the death of another. Mm-hmm. If the consequences of murder include life in prison, fines, and even death penalty, how can they be applied to a robot? 
if a human is found responsible for a robot's actions, is it fair to apply the consequences to someone who didn't actually commit the murder? What happens if <laughs> someone decides to use AI technology to program a robots to kill? What yeah. happens if the driverless car manufactures and mo mal malfunctions? Okay. What happens when the driverless car malfunctions and mows down innocent people on the sidewalk? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, in his book, When Robots Kill, law professor Gabriel Halvey discusses the criminal liability of using AI entities in commercial, industrial, military, medical, and personal spheres. He explores many of the concerns mentioned above, which I kind of, I Googled him because I'm like, I hope this guy's not some wacko, like... Tracks, yeah. You're making sure it's not Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I'm just obsessed with that situation. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm covering my ass. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say on that because I brought him up twice now and I just think it's important, but I think people change mm -hmm. and I'm not... I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to believe that somebody that said something five years ago isn't a better person possibly today because that's naive and irresponsible of me. Mm -hmm. But I've always said this. I'm always concerned with somebody who has such a massive platform and access to so much audience and they're just reckless in their information. Yeah. And informing, totally. you know, because people are stupid. So it's like on our podcast, we never claim to be an expert, nor do we speak with a lot of authority. Maybe because we're cisgendered women. I don't know. Maybe that's what we're conditioned to just use humor as a coping mechanism. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I don't think there's been any topic I've ever been like, this is finite. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. and he tends to do that too much yeah I, I just feel like there's usually like a vein popping out of his forehead and then I'm outie yeah. <laughs> I don't know I've never really uh, I've honestly never really gave a shot no neither, neither have, have I'm like, I I just but... don't like this guy in general and then I just I mean I don't know what he says or anything apparently it's missing I don't know I have no clue yeah so I'm not gonna say that However, I think it's really fucking funny that everyone's like backing out of Spotify because yeah, well he like my I'm like so oh my god <laughs> Jordan Jordan we used to listen to him all the time so it was mm -hmm. always on in the house right so you're like I can say that <laughs> well I, I heard some of the things and like he can be reasonable as he's gotten older I think he's a little more reasonable but like still when you have that much of a platform you need to be cognizant that like. If you say something, you have a whole bunch of people that are going to agree with you. Yeah, totally. And it's like... So you have to be careful. Yeah, you just have to be mindful, you know? Like, yeah. like I know there's one episode... One sentence could fuck up a lot of shit. Yeah. So, like, there was one thing, one thing he said one time where he was like, pitbulls are bad. Then he did another episode where he was like, pitbulls are good. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like... You're like, did you forget that there's like millions of people following you? I think yeah. you did. <laughs> and like, I, as a pit bull owner, I'm like, I uh, just like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's when I left. <laughs> yeah. That's solidified that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I don't. I don't think. 
I don't think he should be crucified, obviously, but I feel like he needs more responsibility. Just take, than yeah, he, you got to take responsibility needs, for your actions. Yeah, he needs it's to take responsibility. That's yeah. all it is. And it's like when you get that popular bro, you have to be very fucking careful because, again, here's Kelsey with your daily bit of information as a broken record. <laughs> People are not super critical, as we found out in a fucking pandemic. (laughs) 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 So just take like a register and like responsibility of things you're saying and don't. And what is it? My friend told me, don't tell, teach. Yeah. And if you can't teach, don't tell. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So go to bed. Just back up your shit or just don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> go to bed. All or right. at least get someone else to back it up for you. <laughs> Even still, man, uh, whatever. The expert is such an interesting word. So whatever. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, expert. <laughs> Psychology. You can't know everything of one thing. Psychology. I'm still learning hair. I've been doing it for over 11 years now. Yo, exactly. My job, <laughs> ever-expanding yeah <laughs> I'm like I don't think I'll ever be an expert that's cool <laughs> yeah I'm happy with that yeah oh man so yeah to cover my ass with this Gabriel Hel- Halevi oh shit I think it's Halevi um nothing bad came of it and he's written a lot of books on law he is a law person cool law uh, person got it yeah I'm Tracks. interested to maybe read some of them I don't know I- I don't know if my brain can work that way. But either way, he's got tons of books. You'd be surprised. You might surprise yourself. Yeah, it might be a surprise. Um, Okay, so. Halevi, I hope I'm saying his name right, sets out his purpose in the book's preface. The objective of this book is to develop... The objective of this book is to develop a comprehensive, general, and legally sophisticated theory of criminal liability for artificial intelligence and robotics, Mm -hmm. which I think is good. It's pretty standard. There's no like weird push pull on either side of what it could be. So it's like iRobot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Get on it. Will. Sorry. I'm getting a tangent again. Yeah. Did you know Will Smith was a Scientologist? Oh, no, I didn't. Well, good for him for not rubbing it in my face. (laughs) Isn't that kind of heartbreaking, too, though? I mean, he might just be intrigued by it and just pretending. (laughs) It's a cult. He did Um, let out an entire album without swear words, so... So there's something up. Yeah, I don't trust him. I'm kidding. (laughs) No, I don't. I trust Eminem because that's like... I'm like, oh, yeah, my parents swear to me all the time. I get this. (laughs) Yeah, I can level with this one. Yeah. Will Smith, I'm like, this is some Christian weird bullshit. Well, he was bouncing in the city till the break of dawn. Oh, wait. I mixed it up. Anyways, he was in Miami. He was in Miami. (laughs) Till a couple of guys that were up to no good started making trouble in his neighborhood. In Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Will. I hope you backed out of Scientology. But if not, then have fun in there with your robot people. Oh, God. Hope All right. <laughs> okay. Ooh, liability for artificial intelligence and robotics. In addition to the AI entity itself, the theory covers the manufacturer, 
the programmer, the user, and the all and all other entities involved. Mm-hmm. Identifying and selecting uh, analogics from existing principles of criminal law, the theory of purposes specific ways of thinking through criminal liability for a diverse array of anonymous hoof technologies in a diverse set of reasonable circumstances. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I might read that book because I like the breakdown of every fucking nook and cranny of how one could charge a robot or a robot host. Cool. Yeah. Maybe we drop the link to the book in the notes. Yeah. We can link it up and then you can either look at it and be like, ah, no, that's a little too much for me. Or you could be like, wow, that's fucking cool. (laughs) Well, I read... Stephen Hawking's string theory twice and still didn't understand it, but I tried. Oh yeah. Hey. So I think it's important to try. Yeah. I feel like I'm hoping that like in a a law book breaking down things, it would be very literal. So it'd be easier to understand, but maybe I'm just, (laughs) maybe I'm just, toot my own horn here too much <laughs> i'm acting no, as I if i read you. all the time <laughs> i believe in you I but think hey you we'll see yeah we'll yeah. see maybe i'll read it maybe I i'll think you become will. a robot I, I think you will i'll become a robot lawyer <laughs> nice. with all your nanobots that are in your bloodstream right now yes, yes. <laughs> that was my robot coming out <laughs> oh man all right so the most important question halevi ha- explores is whether criminal liability and criminal punishment are applicable to machines. His book focuses only on the criminal liability of AI entities and does not divide in or dive into ethics. Okay. So that could just be a whole other book altogether. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> Perhaps how Levy's work will create the foundation for another conversation to consider the ethics involved in AI entities based on the framework he's provided. It's a complex matter, and there's no clear answer yet, but perhaps we'll find answers before the next deadly incident. I think this was wrote in 2017, so I don't know what the recent deadly ones were, but... Uh, okay, and then Larry Alton is a contributed writer. Yeah. <laughs> He's a contributed writer at VentureBeat covering artificial intelligence. So Larry Alton is a robot guy cool. who wrote this. Robot so that's, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like looking for robot murders and I'm like, fuck, it doesn't really have much on that. But the, yeah, this article just summed up everything I needed. So there you have it. There's that. Yeah, I love it. I love that. Yeah. But I thought also maybe because we kicked off with poochies and I didn't want to go too far like out to lunch here. Mm-hmm. I would end this with a story about a heroic dog. Okay. Ah. Robot so I'm not dog gonna, or a real so dog? I'm not going to say the... What's that? Robot dog or a real dog? I was going to say human dog. <laughs> a real dog. <laughs> not a human dog. <laughs> got it, got it, got a real it. Dog. A real dog. I'm not going to say the headliner because it might give it away to... Well... Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> so this is on STV TV News. I think it's from a Scottish, a Scottish, a Scottish news thing because I believe like it was Scottish. in Glasgow. Uh, and this is was recently ha- it recently happened January twenty or January thirty first, twenty twenty two. So at least that's when it was written. So around it was nearby. All right. Anyways, get on with it, Britt. 
Heroic, heroic dog's blood donation saves fellow pooch's life after cliff fall. Aww. A golden retriever has been hailed a hero after saving the life of a seriously injured cockapoo with blood donation. Good boy or good cock-a-poo. girl. Good puppy. Good puppins. A five-year-old Missy was at the hospital for small animals in Royal, in brackets, Dick, School of <laughs> Veterinary <laughs> Studies in Middleith, Middleith, Mid- Midlothian? Yeah, I'm sure. Giving blood when a two-year-old Hannah was rushed in. Oh, the cock had fallen 130 feet from cliffs at Satchery. Salisbury Craigs in Edinburgh, causing one of her lungs to collapse, internally bleeding, and a damaged and damage to her liver. Anna was out for a walk in the scenic beauty spot with her owners Riza and James on Halloween. Okay, so this was back in Halloween. But the pair were in for a fright, unaware of just how close the path ran to the cliff's edge. When she hadn't come back after a few minutes, we thought it was very strange, Riza said to STV News. Mm-hmm. When their calls went unanswered, they split up and searched the area near Arthur's seat before James spotted their beloved pooch far below the cliff edge. Ooh, that'd be so fucking scary. Right? Oh, I hate that. I'm just so Ugh. happy she... And it's, it's like hey. so such a hopeless scenario, too. You're like, I can't do anything. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh. <laughs> it's like, what's next? Jeez. She didn't respond to him calling her name, Riz said. He re- he realized that something wasn't right, so he scrambled down the side of the Craigs trying to get to her. Um, I'm not sure if the area's called the Craigs or if that's just like slang for cliff. It is Scottish. I don't know what their slang is. Mm. Either way... <laughs> As Hannah was taken by taxi to the animal hospital, Missy was finishing up her donation to the pet blood bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura Bailey Law, Missy's owner, said, We had just came back from holidays, so Missy had come back to us from the dog sitter. She had a great time and went over to give her donation after. At the end of the process... She had a we- great time. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen you, so we're going to take you over to the pet blood bank and get <laughs> some blood taken out of you. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, bad timing, I guess. Maybe good timing. Well, obviously good timing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but funny thought. At the end of the process, we became aware that a dog had been rushed into emergency and they were going to use Missy's blood right there and then. Now, after Hannah has recovered with four days in intensive care, the pair finally met thanks to the speedy blood transfusion and their owners. Uh, okay. And their owners want to raise awareness to how important donating blood is. A veterinary nurse, Susan Campbell said, if our vet teams here need to give a patient blood trans, a blood transfusion, if we have access quickly to blood products that make a difference and, um, geez, makes a difference of life and death for the patient who needs the blood. Yeah. So having a good supply of blood available for those dogs in emergencies is vital. Yeah. And then there's a really sweet picture of the two. Well, I think, hold on. Yep, there's a picture. There's also a little video of the two. It's really freaking cute. So it's, I'm like, oh, that like warmed my heart. I'm like really sad that one pooch hurt itself so badly but it's really sweet that the other pooch gave blood yeah he helped <laughs> oh my god helping dogs dogs helping with jobs 
dogs with jobs. Yeah. So I didn't know this, but you can, I guess, register your dog to the puppy dog blood bank. If um, they're not reactive like my dog. Oh, yeah, no. I, I don't know if Jem... <laughs> Imagine Jem. You have Jem, to put you her couldn't, under. You, you couldn't meet the puppy you saved. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, oh, well, you're alive. I'm going to eat you now. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen the shit that I've let seen. You die. <laughs> I've been to war, bitch. Yeah, Hector wouldn't want to meet his uh, companion he saved either. Is Hector being a turd, too? He just doesn't like other dogs now that he's getting older. That's fair. I mean, I just, I don't think he, he's just tired and over it. He just likes to hang with us and that's cool. And I mean, if there's an older dog, he's more likely to be warm to it, but pups, Aww. no fucking way. Oh yeah, that tracks. No, he has no yeah. time. Yeah. No time for it. And it's, it's kind of, <laughs> it's hard to watch too. Cause he kind of gets really shy and he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then they're like, ha! and he's like no <laughs> so yeah he doesn't really want to go to the park anyway so oh, works out. well Bex already said he's not into walks he likes to go to the end of the driveway and back <laughs> yeah like he'll go if you take him up into the bush he's fine with that but in terms of like literally walking him like in the morning sure at night he's not into it yeah 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 Jim's also cr- crotchety yeah, crotchety is the word. <laughs> yeah. Right, Jen? Happy-go-lucky until there's another animal around. Oh, she likes mm. cats. She likes cats. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector loves cats. But that's because he looks like Elf and he wants to eat them in a sandwich. Oh, no, Jem doesn't <laughs> want to eat them. Jem, like, she was like, ooh, a cat. Because I have two cats, so every time she sees a cat, she's like, cats are my friends. And then the cat's like, wow. And then the cats outside are like, get the fuck away from me. And Jem's like, Why? <laughs> Why? You're not like my cats? Weird. Yeah. I think she no, thinks I'm she's a cat. Him. I can see that. She's <laughs> a pit bull, see her but kind she of thinks she's a cat. Something in the yeah, back, but... she, has a, she has a basket of toys right now. Oh, picking the best one. Pig, what are you doing? <laughs> huh? <laughs> she's so silly. Oh. Okay, well... We did it! Yay! Welcome we're back, guys. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a huge hiatus. We were just having fun. Hope you're having fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. On that note, we smashed it. I'm proud of us. I think that went well. It was fun. I appreciated your segment. I appreciated your segment. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> five people that listen to this. Yeah. And we're back, bitches. Yeah. If you haven't already, like Instagram at Deep Nerder. Uh, what else do we got? We got us on Spotify's and yeah. the iTunes and Apple's the listening platforms, and Acast. Acast. <laughs> and if you're mad about something, just email Jill about it. <laughs> at deepnerder at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. She likes that. Awesome. Just well, be constructive, time, guys. Or like, just send, just send her a joke. Yeah, we love jokes. Jill loves them too. Like this one. <laughs> What's invisible and smells like carrots? A uh, magic rabbit. <laughs> Bunny farts. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit. That shit. <laughs>
send that shit. That'll piss her off. <laughs> yeah. She'll be like, that's so stupid. <laughs> awesome. But I'm sure it'll warm her heart at the same time. Woo. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be a win loss combo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too good. Okay. Awesome. All right. Doo-doo. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>